Hello, everyone. My name is Dan Schaefer, and you're listening to the Milwaukee Magazine podcast. Thank you for joining us. The April issue of Milwaukee Magazine is on newsstands now, and for this month's cover story, dining critic Ann Christensen set out to discover Milwaukee's best global dining. Ann and I sat down to talk about the many great restaurants featured in this story, the evolution of ethnic dining in Milwaukee, and much, much more. Also, we feature local music here on the Milwaukee Magazine podcast, so if you'd like to have a song featured, send us a tweet at Milwaukee Mag. This episode's featured song is Red-Winged Blackbird Man by Mike Mangione. So again, thanks for listening and enjoy. weeks or so researching the best ethnic restaurants around Milwaukee. Well, let me say two months. Two no, months? No, I think it was probably two months. Well, because, yeah, because I wanted to make sure I, I had a really good start on this. Because I knew there was going to be a lot of places I had to go. Yeah, because it's all over the world. Exactly. <laughs> We're taking you on a all dining trip all over the world in your hometown. Yes. Yeah. It's exciting. Now, from my vantage point here, I am not the most adventurous of eaters. I like, you know, I like at different ethnic food. But it's usually like... Chipotle. No, not, it's not <laughs> Chipotle. I like Qdoba. But, okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Qdoba. Um, but it's usually like, you know, the Chinese takeout order that I always go with or the couple different Mexican places in town that, uh, that I'll yeah. go to. Um, so after reading this feature where you go all over the world in while staying in Milwaukee, finding all these different cuisines like Peruvian and Yemeni or Pakistani and like all this different stuff... It really made me realize how unadventurous I am with uh, with my dining experience in Milwaukee. But luckily, the city does offer all sorts of different ways where I can check out all sorts. Of and you know, now, you said this, and I was just I was thinking about how you know, I mean, how many of us get to really travel and go overseas and go to places and and right. I mean, I, I doubt I'll have another an opportunity to go to Yemen and, and actually have the food there. But right. how great is it that we can have that here? Exactly. Um, so it's in a way, it's like traveling without leaving, you know. And and so many of these places, I think, have that feeling when you go inside that you're in another place. You're really mm-hmm. not where you are. You're not in maybe a strip mall. I mean, sometimes you really feel like you're in a strip mall, but sometimes you feel like you're in a, you're transported, and that's. I think that's the way food should be. You should feel like you're in that place where it originates. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to just like how uh, the city has evolved, I think for many years a lot of people would think, okay, I go to an ethnic restaurant, I'm going to go out for German food, or I'm going to go out for Polish food, mm-hmm. and have Serbian. I mean, this is all like represented by you know the various ethnic groups that settled here sure. you know, hundreds of years ago. So. And it was much easier to do that then. It's not so easy to do that anymore, to to have that type of food. You know, there's only one Polish restaurant in town. Mm -hmm. I think there's only one good Serbian place in town. There's no good German food right now in town. (laughs) You know? I mean, that's that's my opinion. That's my opinion. So, but, you know, over the course of time, you know, a lot of um, Latino immigrants have settled here. Mm -hmm. Asian immigrants. So the... The makeup of the city has changed so much that we have all these other really cool types of food here. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to get those things. Mm-hmm. So it reflects the change of the city. It exactly. reflects, you know, the demographic change yes. and, the, you know, 
location of where people are living and stuff like that too you know you look you visited a lot of restaurants kind of the uh, the latin american influenced restaurants on the south side yes yeah and different there are other different pockets of the city that were you know have like uh, you mentioned the silver city around 35th and national that was more vietnamese i think you said it's a or mix. Just a mix. It's yeah. a mix. You could go down there and pretty much. I mean, <clears throat> you can get Thai food, Vietnamese, Laotian. Mm-hmm. You, there's a there's a great Asian grocery store down there. It's pretty hard to go down there and not find something good on that in that little part of the South Side. Sure. That's what's great about it. There's also really great African food here. Yeah. People forget that there's Ethiopian. There's two Ethiopian restaurants, and now there's a African restaurant in Wauwatosa that's mm-hmm. doing... Iri Zulu. Iri Zulu is doing yeah. West, South, African, and they do Jamaican because um, the, the owner's husband is, is from Jamaica. Right, okay. So, you know, it's... You know, it's, is that it's, the, you pointed out some jerk chicken? Yeah. in there? Yeah, I gotta check a, that out. Yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff. They And they have an interesting menu in that they, they kind of switch it up almost every night so that it's a different part of okay. the country and... Then they'll do Jamaican, but every week, I mean, they they kind of rotate through those countries again, but sure. um, it's not the same thing every night. Right. So when you uh, when you started on this adventure, um, you know, were did you have certain expectations, and what surprised you maybe when you when you got into it? I was expecting. I mean, there were th- there were things about it that I felt like I I knew. Um, I, I was, I was going into it being a little fearful that those European countries of Germany and Poland and, you know, the Eastern Bloc countries wouldn't be well represented. And I guess, I mean, I kind of knew that they wouldn't be, but mm-hmm. maybe that's a, maybe that's another story down the line. Is mm-hmm. these, someone has taken over the old Karl Rosh's and it's going right. to bring that back. So I'm pretty excited about it. That is exciting. Yep. Um, I would love to see somebody do, you know, um, another Polish restaurant, you know, more Serbian food. I didn't even get into Greek because to me, it's like, you know, a lot of places that serve euros and, you know, counter service places that do stuff like that. And I feel like somebody, there's definitely room for somebody to do something more interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of different, I mean, Greek dishes, they're, you know, there have, have to be, there have to be some really interesting ways to do mm-hmm. it. So instead of just the lazy euro with fries that exact, I order, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I guess you know what, what really surprised me was getting into some of the, the different kinds of Asian cuisines and where and some and finding places that I didn't really know how good the food was there. You know, whether it was a Latin restaurant or it was Asian, those mm-hmm. in particular, those two ethnicities that I guess that's where I felt the most surprised. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, you know, um, either I, w- I just felt like I was sitting in somebody's like home kitchen, which, you know, I, I kind of forget that y- you can have that feeling when you go to some places on the on the south side. Sure. Um, and that to me is like where English is the second language. Exactly. And, that's such a yeah. co- it's so cool. And um, and you look around and everybody in there is, you know, they, they might be. Uh, Latino, or they might be Asian, and you're like, yeah, I think I went, to, I came to the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I guess, those were not so much surprises, but things that I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is why I do that. This, this is what I love about this. You know, going to these places and feeling like I'm, you know, in another world. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so that was, I guess, not so much a surprise, but it was like, you know, that's that's the global experience. I well, guess. it's just an affirmation of that it's you know that we're in a city that that has these kind of ex- it, that can offer these kind of experiences yeah, right. too, right? Right. And you know, I mean, I spend a lot of time every month, and so does the other media, looking at for new restaurants, right? What's new? Go to the new places, covering the new places, the hot new places, right? Sure. This was like stepping out of that and being like, well, this isn't like the hot new place. But if you want to get, you know, really great pork tacos or chorizo or, I don't know, pho or, you know, some really good, you know, ramen or something, this is where you, this is this is the place to go. But it may not be the hottest place in town. Mm-hmm. It may not have a liquor license. It, you know, you're not going to... Might not be sending you press releases. They no. Have like no, they're not sending you press releases. Some sort release. of new thing going they, they, on. They probably don't do any social media at all. <laughs> right. But... You need to go to this place and right. and have this food. You know, um, I had written about a place. When, I mean, I keep thinking of this place because I love it so much. It's uh, and I don't really like a lot of the Chinese food in town, but this place is called Peking House. It's over on Jefferson Street near, um, kind of near Taylor's, probably like yeah, pretty much Square. Yeah, exactly area. that area. Yeah. And um, you know, I forget that you can go into a like a, a Chinese restaurant and. And this place specializes in Szechuan, so the spicy, you know, that's the spicy, yeah. uh, that kind of province was specialized yeah, in spicy yeah, yeah. food. And you can really get some great spicy, excellent, I mean, just, you know, that they are adding the chili peppers to this and they're not afraid to do it. They might look at you and wonder if you really know that you want this, but you're like, yes, yes, I do want this. Um, so that's fun. And that's I mean, one that in the magazine, there's a big photo of the hot pot. Yeah, right? of the yeah. hot pot. Right. Which um, is just one of the things that they do. They do a lot of different things. But Hot Pot is really fun because um, it's, it's an interactive thing where you and your... You could, it's really fun when you have maybe two, three, four people and you're all cooking your food at the table in this Hot Pot together, you know, and you mm-hmm. season it. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some people might be like, oh, I, don't, I want somebody else to cook my food. But there's something about it that's, I mean, it's, uh, it's super delicious and they obviously they help you so you, you know... You, you can't really mess it up. Right. But um, that's one of the places I think of when I did this story because I thought, oh, I love that. I really love going to that place. Um, they have really great Szechuan food. Well, that's a fun one. Yeah. I also noted there was, uh, you mentioned the Asian food. There's a lot that happened to be located on Layton. I yeah. When I was right? going through this. Uh, apparently Layton is the spot in the Milwaukee area for, for it, Asian it, food it, of all kinds. It too. is. And and I have noticed, too, over the course of time that that part of, of Layton Avenue, and it's pretty much um, just west of Howell, so you're really close to the airport, mm-hmm. those spots do turn over quite a bit because the Vietnamese place that I mentioned had been another restaurant not that long before it. So there's definitely been, there used to be a really good Pakistani place down there. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know the, the exact reason for it, but yeah, you're going to find some good ethnic food down there. There's a new Thai place that I really like called Kim's. It used to be inside the Pacific Produce Market over on 27th Street, which is a really fun place to go if you're um, if you're shopping for Asian ingredients and they have some prepared foods. But anyway, this woman who owns Kim's used to have her place in there, and so she found a spot on Layton. Wait, Pacific Produce? How have I not heard of this? It's a huge market, Dan. It's it's on 27th and, like, 
Well, it's like 27th and Layton, pretty much. And it's it's just giant market, and you can get meat and, you know, produce. Um, some of the most unusual canned and boxed goods. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I found myself saying, asking myself that question a lot throughout this feature. It's like, how have I not heard of this? This oh, sounds great. Okay, you know? all right. <laughs> and then they're right adjacent to that um, place is... Um, it's a little market. Well, it's not a market. It's a shop that does... Well, they do other st- stuff, but their best thing probably is their banh mi sandwich. Yeah. Um, and I love a good banh mi. There's, there's one place in here that has one. If I had done... And I I guess I've done sandwiches before, banh mi sandwiches, but mm-hmm. you can. There's, there's a few places in town where you can get some good ones. Mm-hmm. But you have to like, you know, jalapeno peppers and cilantro and carrots and onions on your sandwich. Yeah, I like all those things. Oh, you that's do? Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. And seasoned pork. Yeah. And it's on like a baguette. Yeah. It's like the French. That's the French in- influence to... Yeah, that know. sounds good. Maybe I'll go light on the carrots, but you Okay, know. right? Yeah. But jalapenos, onions. Yeah, you're I'm there. All for that stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. I'll go for it. Um, was there any dishes that you ordered that were really... Just like you're really going out on a limb, and that you really happen to enjoy. Um, how about really went out on a limb, but not sure I enjoyed? <laughs> that Can works I give too. you one of those? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've we talked about maybe a couple minutes ago about uh, Pakistani food, um, or maybe we didn't. Indian Pakistani seems to be under one umbrella in a way. Like they're different in Pakistan. I think there's a little bit more of a meat focus of mm-hmm. that cuisine um but some of the restaurants here might have some pakistani food on an indian restaurant might have a little bit of pakistani food or an indian restaurant might be south indian and north indian but um it's a place on seventh and mitchell called animal which is uh uh it's actually their stuff is great but um if you're really adventurous you can get uh brain masala so and if Wait, you've ever had brain... I have not had okay, brain. Okay, you've never had brain. But this is goat brain. Okay. But, you know, I've had brain in Mexican restaurants, though, because you can get brain tacos just like you get tongue tacos. I really? know that's probably not the, the first thing that you go for. Huh. Well, I mean, you're not going to get that at Qdoba. But if you go to, like... <laughs> if you go to some... It's quite a can few... I brain with queso sauce? Uh, I, you know, I mean... Would that next, be good? Okay. Yeah, you know, I, would, I would challenge you to... Next time you go to Qdoba, say, is there any chance you'd get brain here? <laughs> No, don't, don't do it. Just to see what kind of looks you get. Yeah, see I what get. kind of looks you get, exactly. <laughs> like, what? Brain? Brain? What kind of brain? Um, well, no, it's, I mean, it's a cultural thing, you yeah. know? But uh, to me, brain is just, um, it's kind of the texture you'd think it would be. It's like really soft and kind of spongy and it's not my favorite, but I want wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, tongue, actually, is not my favorite either. It's a, just a little bit too... Um, it's too f- firm, chewy. It's just, I don't like it texturally. It's just yeah. not my favorite. But yeah. I know people but it's that love tongue tacos. It, it's not that it like gets in your head that you think about what it is. I guess you, like, know, you could do that with like any food, though, right? You really could. I mean, honestly, it, it, to me, it's like if you're eating any part of an animal, Yeah. It's it's that part, it's it's part of the animal. I mean, is yeah. It, is if you it, overthink it, you can be like, "All right, I'm eating this leg." Right, exactly. I mean, yeah. is that really that much different? I guess it's an or people freak out about organ meat, though. They yeah. really do. It's one of those know. things. I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't have issues with it. It's just sometimes I don't care for the texture. The flavor is just sort of weird. Um, 
you know, certainly there are places, you know, uh, like liver and onions is definitely like a, a thing at, um, three brothers, which I, you know, I always tell people Mm -hmm. you've got people coming to town and you want to take them to a Milwaukee place, take them to three brothers because it's so unlike anything else. That's another Mm -hmm. one where you just, you go in there and you're like, where am I right now? Is this 1942? And, but it's just so, I mean, you know, to have the family still in the kitchen doing all the cooking and, um, you know, you're just, it's to maintain that different world atmosphere. It's so yeah. it's so unique, and and it's a cool space too because it's an old Schlitz tavern, so it's got that globe. You know those old collectible Schlitz globes. Oh, yeah. they, there's one in there, and it's just a really cool spot. Um, they have all this, you know, kind of like flea market. It looks like flea market, but I'm sure it's you know the tables, the mismatched lamps, the mm-hmm. old plants. I mean, everything mm-hmm. just again kind of pulls you out of you know, 2016 and you're back in some, I don't know, some time warp mm-hmm. somewhere. But the food's really great. Mm-hmm. And, and where's that one? It's um, it's on Saint South St. Clair Bayview. So it's okay. maybe two or three blocks from Goodkind. Okay. And from the Home Bridge. And, yeah, yeah. Um, D, you know, uh, Dom and Phil DeMarini's is right around the corner. Okay, so, yeah. You know, it's just that this little, little strange of... little pocket. Yeah. And it's very um, residential back there, but... It's such a fun place to bring people to, and you know, it's an it's one of those things where um, I feel like you, you, you forget about it. You forget about those places that have, sometimes that have been around forever. Mm-hmm. When we're so focused on it's, what's new and exactly. the hot new trend, yeah, yeah, it's, in, it's you know, or checking out the new restaurant because there's so many new restaurants exactly. that open so so often, and right, you know, we like I said, we spend so much time talking about yeah urban development and how the city is changing, yeah. and the suburbs are changing, and new high-rises going up, and that brings more commercial development. So, okay, there's more restaurants, new restaurants. and mm-hmm. These so. big-name chefs, and there's different exactly. stuff. And, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, always good to pay a visit to the old standbys who have been doing this in town for decades, you know. Well, I wouldn't want to see them go under. Exactly. No. Yeah. Okay, so as one of those uh, people who are interested in, like, new and shiny objects... Which is me. Um, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just uh, I, I like. Oh, this is a new place. I should go check it oh, out. Oh yeah, you know? right. Okay. Like, there's this new place on Second Street. And, you know, they, I've heard good things. Yeah. I'll go check it out. What are some of the What are some of the ones that I should check out? Well, I mean, I know that you like Mexican food, I do. although I don't know how authentic you are willing to go. I'll go authentic. You'll go authentic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Guadalajara, which is on like, um, it's near the National, that cafe, okay. the National. So it's like Ninth and just south of um, National. Okay, it's Guadalajara. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a tiny little place. Great salsa. That's the that's the other thing. Going to some some of these Mexican places, I was realizing like how great the salt, just the salsa is. You know, the mm-hmm. chips and salsa mm-hmm. and the guacamole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in some cases, I, I feel like the guacamole, it's so creamy. Maybe they put a little mayo in there, which I know in some places they'll do that. You know, it's really okay. creamy mayo. Mm. Um, the the pork tacos, I mean, I feel like that's like my arbiter of like a really good um, Mexican place is like how good their pastor is. Okay. Um, and, you know, getting, you know, a really great taco for a dollar fifty. you know, mm-hmm. with cilantro and onions. And I'm not talking about... Mm-hmm. American cheese or cheddar cheese and iceberg lettuce. Yeah. 
that that's it's not, not gonna the be... bag of lettuce and the bag no, of cheese. No, that's not going to be your taco. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. And it's not going to be ground beef. You know, yeah, typically yeah. Um, El Cabrito. That's another great one. Okay. And they specialize in goat meat. So it's oh, not okay. the only thing they do, but they have goat and they have... Uh, I'd give it a shot. Why not? Yeah. You just have a goat taco. You probably won't even know, I mean, that that's what you're eating. I mean, unless you, I guess, you know, have yeah. do this mind thing with yourself. Like, yeah, I'm eating yeah. a goat. Yeah. Um, and why is that such a bad thing if you eat lamb or if you eat... Exactly. Any other kind of meat, yeah. I suppose. But um, uh, for... Japanese food, if you like sushi, Kyoto, absolutely, which is on 74th, and I want to say that's that's a Layton Avenue that one, too, but it's, one, think, but it's yeah. much further west. Yeah. Um, good luck getting in there. That place is pretty much slammed all the time. Um, I stay away from places that do all, when they do the all-you-can-eat nights, because I just never really feel like, I don't know, I just feel like... That's not, I don't want to eat all you can eat sushi. Right. It's just not, it's not the way I want to experience it. So I think they kind of, it's so busy too. It's like, forget it. I don't want to go on a night like that. But yeah, yeah. their sushi is, is really excellent. Um, what else really? Oh, Mr. Walk. If you, I know you're, you probably know kind of the Western suburbs pretty well, just off of 94. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this strip mall. Again, a lot of these places are in strip malls. And it's near the Gast House, Rice Weissgerber's Ghost House. And yeah, Waukesha. It, it's kind of, that like, if you walk in, you don't know anything about this place, you'll think it's Chinese, because they have a Chinese buffet. Okay. And the menu is, a lot of it is Chinese, but, so one of the owners is Chinese, and the, 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 um, that owner's husband is, I think, um, uh, he's Polynesian. So there's, it's this really interesting menu of Malaysian food, and it's so good. It oh, is so good. good. Yeah, and it's it's really not. It, I can't compare it to, you know, to anything else. Really, it's it's sort of its own thing. But mm-hmm. that stuff is excellent. I would say bypass the Chinese food and get the Malaysian food there. That's okay. It's a place I've actually mentioned in the magazine before, but I just love it. Um, for sure, downtown um, Alem, Ethiopian is. You know, I know it's one I've of those... gone by it so many times. I know. But I just, yeah. And the thing is, you know, some people, I guess, are in... You know, we want to feel comfortable when they go to go to a restaurant, too. And if you've... You know, I mean, unless you're eating a burger or tacos, it's hard to think about just using your hands to pick up stew. Mm-hmm. Mess... You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm getting so messy. This is... But that's the way you eat this this food, you know? Mm-hmm. The, it's stews, and they put it on... They just place um, different stews. You can get meat or vegetarian and they put it on this big pancake that's very thin like a crepe and then you like rip off pieces of this pancake and you use that to scoop up the stew but mm-hmm. i mean in the process you know you're going to be getting kind of messy but it's yeah. it's so delicious i mean it's it's i don't know so again one of those things you kind of like sort of um decide i'm i'm just gonna i'm i'm not gonna you know be that person that has to use a knife and a fork. You kind of just mm-hmm. let that go. Although they'll give you one if you really want to. But the food is just is really excellent. Yeah. And I know for people that are vegans and vegetarians, there's a lot of good options there for them too, mm-hmm. which isn't always the case. Mm-hmm. You get to, it's another example of you just got to kind of dive in. You, exactly. You gotta, yeah. You yeah. Just do it. You do. Give it a shot. Yeah. And they know? have Ethiopian coffee. Um, and they have these little. Uh, you they they have a. You can sit at just regular conventional table and chairs. They have these sort of um, 
like basket weave tape this table and these chairs and the table holds the pancake there's like a it's a special like table for the pancake so sure. you can sit like the way they would normally sit you know okay. so and there's different options for doing that which is pretty interesting yeah that's fun though yeah um let's see is there anything else we didn't get to here um um, one of the things that I, I thought was fun to do and... Um, I'm hungry again just looking through these Oh, pages. I know. I know. It, it's interesting when you think about, um, like, almost every ethnic group has some kind of bread. I was thinking yeah. about this when I was doing the research, you know, because I was thinking, well, how, what... You know, all these places, all these ethnic groups are different, although there's similarities because, um, you know, uh, traditions, different culinary traditions move from country to country when... Mm-hmm different countries occupy another or mm-hmm. you know travelers move you know they you know go you know or they trade or something over the course of time there's right? history I'll, in it yeah, yeah absolutely so but um pretty pretty much every country has some kind of bread that they eat mm-hmm. so i did something on that it's just sort of interesting like um el salvador is this restaurant another really good uh place for people to try that's really different um and it's right by the uh saint joseph hats basilica mm-hmm. and their big specialty is something that's the name of it's el salvador el salvador yeah. yeah and the food is salvadoran right. um but they make uh these they're called pupusas and they're cornmeal pancakes thicker than tortillas but um in in el salvador they put um Well, these pancakes are filled, so they have, like, cheese or pork and beans or maybe a combination of cheese, pork, and beans or something like that. Um, And then they'll put a slaw on top. Um, There might be a crema or salsa or something like this, and that's, I mean, it could be an appetizer, could be an entree, but it's just a really interesting thing. So, But that was an example of, like, one of the breads that I did Mm -hmm. a sidebar on. Mm -hmm. Injera is this Ethiopian pancake that I was talking about Mm -hmm. that's made of this grain called teff, which is grown in Ethiopia. And um, it makes this pancake that's kind of porous, so it has little little bubbles in it, and it's a little bit sour tasting, but really mm. interesting. So that's, yeah. yeah. And then when you think about Indian food, what do you think of naan? That's the bread that's baked in a tandoori oven. Mm-hmm. And it's eaten with almost everything. Um, so, you know, um, I also have some Eastern European places. So I, I have a couple Italian places and French. Yeah. And then you think about in French food, obviously, baguettes. I mean, huge, right? Of course, And that yeah. carries over to banh mi sandwiches in Vietnam, you know? So, okay. you know, so there's yeah. just kind of, uh, it's sort of interesting how there's a little bit of overlap, but... Yeah, but once, you, once you've gone through all of this, you can see the kind of yeah, connections, connections between all of them. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's what's very cool. So, um, again, this is the... Uh, Best Global Dining cover story. Find it in Milwaukee Magazine, milwaukeemag.com. Follow Ann Christensen on Twitter. I'll read all of her Dish on Dining posts. Every one of them. Every don't single stop. one. Going back Every to... Every word. I don't know what year. How far back it goes. <laughs> oh, well, you yeah. did. Listen, they put that as a challenge to the listeners. Exactly. Find the first Dish on Dining post yeah. out okay. there. All right. That sounds good. All right, Ann. Thanks a lot. Thanks. I was born from a mother with a second wind And I'll show this wind my thoughts and turn on I can balance charm on a barbed wire With a mob like a golden gun 
Saved. Might be saved. 